0: You're listening to the Create A Life That Is Beautiful podcast with your host Letitia Ringe and this is episode number 29. Welcome back to another episode of the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm Letitia Ringe, your host, and this podcast is designed to inspire, empower, and support you on the journey of creating a life that is beautiful to you and aligning and discovering your truth and purpose in the world. So welcome back. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Today, I'm super excited to share this episode with you because it's actually been one of my favorite episodes to record so far. Today, we also have our first repeat guest on the podcast. And so we will be hearing from Ms. Kelly Track. She appeared on episode number 16, where she spoke about her journey to doing the work she does today as a life coach inventor. Vancouver. Before that, she worked in Silicon Valley. She had three startups before she realized that she was on the wrong track and needed to pivot to start her life coaching business. So if you want to go and listen to her full story, go back to episode 16 and listen to that. But today I've had Kelly on because I really wanted to talk to her about Building a Conscious Business. And this is because Kelly recently launched her brand new course, Your Conscious Empire, which is a fantastic offering of hers. And I've been so impressed with the business that Kelly has created. Kelly is one of my business besties. We've run a course together. We will have future courses that we'll be holding together. And I highly respect and admire her. And I have been going through her Course, your conscious empire. And it is seriously the course I wish I had when I started my business. It would have saved me a whole lot of time and trouble. And it's so beautiful because she is doing this from the viewpoint of a Silicon Valley approach mixed with all the elements of flow and manifestation and mindset that I also love, adore, teach and use in my own business. So today on this episode, we're talking about what even is a conscious business we're also going through how you can protect your innovation in business, how to build a business with integrity, how to build a conscious community, how to not fall into the comparison trap, consumer power and marketing, self-worth and money, because seriously, you've got to get your money blocks sorted Before you start a business, or even if you've started a business, you've got to keep clearing all of that junk out of there. If there are any blocks, we talk about sharing a message and so much more. This episode is the most practical episode I've recorded to date. There is so much in here that will be helpful for you if you run a business or if you want to run a business. It is incredible, and you know you can also use this even if you're not interested in running a business. uh, If you want to build a Conscious High Vibe community. It is so wonderful. And I'm also going to be taking you through at the end of this episode, my special affiliate offer. If you do want to sign up for Kelly's Your Conscious Empire, this is a seriously amazing offer. There is a limited time on it. So make sure you listen to the end to get that. And just a quick couple of notes on this and why I think it's so amazing. So Kelly basically gives you all of her how-to guides on how to build a co- a podcast, a website, online courses, how to make conscious cash with integrity, how to use the Silicon Valley approach, how to master your mindset, how to remove old money programming that's blocking you from calling in the money and clients and, and things that you want in your business, how to use high-vibe conscious communication. She even gives you a high-vibe conscious communication handbook that includes Actual examples from her own business that she's used in emails, DMs, messages with her own community. And there's also a guidebook that takes you through all these different exercises to help you reprogram your mind, get clear on your why, understand your ideal clients, products, and pricing, heart centered marketing, building your website, and taking inspired action, building a business that grooves with your soul figuring out what the red thread through all of your experience is, your offerings, your gifts. So it's completely in alignment with everything I teach over here at Create A Life that is beautiful. I absolutely think that this is an incredible offer and I know that it's going to be of benefit to some of you in my community, especially if you are someone who is a life coach or a creative looking to start your business or are in the early stages of your business and are looking for some really amazing practical advice on how to build not only a business that is fun and easeful and conscious, but also one that is profitable. So make sure you listen to the end of the episode to hear what my affiliate offer is and otherwise enjoy this conversation. It's jam-packed with useful tools for you. And before we dive in, I just want to give three quick announcements. The first is about my upcoming new moon ritual in London this is the first event of our awaken moon series that I'm running with my friend Caitlin Bookless we will be holding a new moon circle and ritual on the 7th of September here in London so if you want to come and join us make sure you check that out on my website leticiaringe.com. go to the courses and event page and you'll be able to find it there the second is that on the 22nd of September I also have a workshop coming up that I'm running with my friend Ange Severo. This is yoga, meditation, and life coaching exercises to help connect you to the energy of the outer season, which in London and in the Northern Hemisphere is our first month in autumn. It's so easy to feel disconnected from what's going on around us when we live in a fast-paced city. So this is workshop is going to help you reconnect your body, mind and soul to the energy of the outer season. And I'm so looking forward to meeting some of you there. The third is that my course Embrace Your Feminine Essence, which is my online course that will reconnect you to your feminine energy, teach you how to use your menstrual cycle and hormonal cycle to Leverage your creative power and potential, and then integrate all of this juiciness with both the moon cycle and with your masculine energy to create the perfect system that allows your body, mind, and soul to thrive in both your personal and professional life. That course, Embrace Your Feminine Essence, is opening again up for enrollment on the 9th of September. This is the day of the new moon in Virgo. So exciting. So it's going to be launching opening back up for enrollment on that day. It'll be offered as an evergreen course and I'll share more details about that at the end of this episode. If you are interested in purchasing Kelly's Your Conscious Empire, I highly recommend you listen to the offer at the end of this episode because you're going to be getting a really amazing um, offer that's going to include both Your Conscious Empire and Embrace Your Feminine Essence. Okay, let's dive on in. Hi, Kelly. Welcome back to the Creator Life That Is Beautiful podcast.
1: Oh my God, thank you so much, Letitia. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm so excited. I'm like, my face is grinning so hard. I wish (laughs) you could see.
0: (laughs) I am so excited to have you back on as well. So for anyone new who's listening, Kelly was back on, well, she was on the podcast for the first time in episode number 16. And so she gave a great rundown of, you know, her story to doing the work that she does today, but we've got her back on again. And Kelly is one of my business best I'd say and so Kelly I know that I you know I know you pretty well but I want to I want to know you a little better I've got to say (laughs) (laughs) so I have this little mini lightning round that I want to do and I just want you to answer you know the first thing that comes to mind okay so like what whatever comes to mind drop in just let us know are you ready oh
1: my god yeah sounds good (laughs)
0: All right. So this is a list of your favorites today. Kelly tracks okay. favorites today. So Kelly, what is your favorite crystal?
1: Oh, right now it's the train.
0: Yoga pose.
1: Oh, half moon.
0: Oh, flower.
1: Um, I love peonies and hydrangeas.
0: Oh, they're so pretty. What about affirmation?
1: Oh, I'm a badass at making money.
0: <laughs> you know what's so funny? Next question is what's your favorite book?
1: You're a badass at making <laughs> money by Jensen Cheryl.
0: <laughs> I I passed the test. <laughs> What's oh my your God, favorite that's...
1: color? Um, lime green.
0: Ooh, drink.
1: Um, I honestly love just water with ice. <laughs>
0: nice. Outer season.
1: Oh, my favorite season definitely summer.
0: Mm, song.
1: Um. Oh. Butterfly by Jason Mraz it's my karaoke go-to I know all the words and I have a dance and Chris I always get Chris I'm like my secret dream growing up was to be a triple threat and I always ask him what am I best at singing dancing or acting and he's always like um acting number one then dancing and then singing and I try so hard to work on my singing but it just doesn't get any better
0: (laughs) oh I love that and what about inner season?
1: Oh, my favorite inner season? um, Autumn, even though Chris hates that season because I want to purge everything. And I'm actually very productive because I get rid of the shit I don't like in my life.
0: <laughs> yes, good. Also, it's a great time for completing. So you're getting totally. things done. Okay, speaker.
1: My favorite speaker? Yeah. Oh, man. Um, hmm. You know, I saw Gabby Bernstein speak live and it changed my life. It was a moment when I realized that I was like, wait a second, I want to do that too.
0: Yeah, she's incredible. I've seen her twice recently and she is just, she really elevates your vibe while you're there, (laughs) which we both appreciate. Okay. Favorite thing about running a conscious business?
1: Oh my God. Doing whatever the fuck I want whenever (laughs) I want.
0: Throw a serious one in there. Oh, I love this. Thank you so much for going through that lightning round.
1: Oh my god, that is so fun. You know what? The funniest bit was yesterday I was in a yoga class and I was doing, we were doing half moon pose, and I was like, half moon pose is my favorite pose. And I was thinking, like, you know if anyone ever asked me what my favorite pose was, it would be half moon. And that was like a random thought I had last night. And like, nobody's ever asked me that and you brought it up. So I like, I manifested that.
0: Oh my gosh. Well, we're so aligned as we know. And actually this is a good time to share. So my, I don't know if you know this Kelly or if anyone listening, but I often like to pull a card from my Doreen Virtue Goddess Guidance Oracle card pack before my interviews. And, you know, I just tune in to whoever I'm about to speak with. And I know some of you listening might think that that's really woo-woo, but I love it. So anyway, I've done that and I pulled for this interview with Kelly, Rhiannon, sorceress, but this is what's so cool about it. You are a magical person who can manifest your clear intentions into reality.
1: Oh my god, I love that. I feel like that's like the best code you could ever pull.
0: <laughs> it's like mic drop, right? And there's a yeah. unicorn on it as well. So oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> she's literally riding a unicorn. So it's, oh this gosh. is just amazing and so perfect for you because you know we both connected through flow with intention, which is all about manifestation, and we've both been going on our own wild. And I say conscious manifestation actually because we're always manifesting whether we're aware of it or not as you know. And so I just think that this was the perfect card for our conversation. So Yeah, totally. Thanks for coming on again, Kelly.
1: Oh, thank you for having me. It's this is just this is just fun. I love this.
0: So, I wanted to get you on to talk about a particular topic that I know that you can give us a lot of guidance on, especially with your most recent creation, which is your conscious empire, which I'm sure we'll dive into in a bit. But to get started, I wanted to know, what do you believe makes a business conscious?
1: Oh, I love that question. I would say heart and soul and integrity. Like Mm. conscious, when I was making that course, like I had that idea I remember sitting down talking with friends about it. And I get these ideas for a course every time I go on a vacation in Hawaii. I'm like, I get a new course idea. (laughs) So this idea came in January of of 2018. And it was the one word I could not get out of my head. It was the word conscious. It was going to be like conscious business or conscious company or conscious something. And I kept trying to play with other words. But conscious was the one that stuck right from the start. Mm. I love that word because it's so it's so lit up and it's so full of that beautiful, juicy integrity. And I feel like, I mean, I love businesses and I love what businesses can do as a vehicle for social change. And Mm. I'm so lit up about this idea that if you make money and you make conscious cash with integrity, you can do awesome stuff in the world. And when you're making money in a super aligned way, that feels really good for you doing stuff that is awesome. And when you kind of shift that mindset and you realize, wait a 2nd I can get paid for my divine gifts and do work in the world that has impact and, you know, in turn, circulate my money in better, more conscious directions. Mm -hmm. That's the kind of stuff that makes the world go round. Like that's the stuff that really moves the needle. I always like to explain like, you know, um, there's a part in that course where I talk about shifting your mindset around business because a lot of people have this negative perception of what business means. And when I was a business school student, people always be like, boo, business kid. And I'm like, what the heck? But if you actually think about it, you know, if you look at the different types of business models, you know, there's the people who are doing non-for-profits and charity work and like it's a lot more difficult and uphill and upstream to start a like a shoe charity where you're asking to donate shoes. And then you have Tom's who like builds a social enterprise does a company like with integrity and then you are like generating all that beautiful income and circulating it in conscious directions. Like the impact you can have with a conscious business is just so much more broader and you can really have that that impact that you're looking to create in the world. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's why I that's how I would define conscious.
0: Mm, I love that. I really love that. I think you're right. When it comes to business, we have this really like Ugh, icky feeling about business it's like a bit slimy people are just trying to take things from us and especially like today and you know millennials we're so <laughs> we know when people are just trying to take our money when, when people aren't being authentic and so we really I think that purpose behind business you know that that whatever that purpose is but other than generating a profit is really important for millennials and we need to get over that business is slimy because there is this real thing that if we're doing work that's helping people, or helping the community, that we shouldn't get paid for it. And I love when people ask me about this same sort of question. I love to say, you know, don't you, wouldn't you prefer to have more money being put into businesses that, you know, are trying to help social change like you talk about um, and are trying to, you know, help help create change and they have a purpose outside of um Profit that you really agree with and that aligns with you, why aren't we putting our money, our energy into those sorts of businesses rather than ones where we are feeling like it is just, you know, capitalist greed or something like that?
1: Yeah, totally. And I feel like especially in the more... You know conscious groups and like millennials who who care and people who want to be change makers like you vote with your dollar right Mm -hmm. everyone's always like oh it's so hard to influence today's like political climate and all the stuff that's happening in the world you vote for what you want with every single dollar you spend so how you spend your money is so important and i am just i'm really into like spending my money consciously and like for me it's so important to spend money where i know it's having an impact and like Every time I spend the money and the extra money for the organic tomato or for the local organic kale that's grown close to my home and like supporting people that I care about and business practices that I care about and stuff that really aligns with my value, for starters, it, when we do that and when we show up in that energy, because money is just energy. When we give our energy to the stuff that matters, that's really what, what changes worlds. Um, mm. And also like that's honestly when you put your money where your values are. how you make more money i've seen it in my business i've seen it honestly with my own personal investments like the more i buckle down on what's really important to me what i want to align with what kind of stuff really aligns with my values and when i get so energetically clear which and like get rid like even like we refer to inner autumn like get rid getting rid of the stuff that isn't conscious like not buying those brands that you know aren't doing what i want not investing in companies that like are making good dividends but you know, stuff that's actually lit up and aligned with me. I've just, the more I've buckled down on this is where my values are. This is where I'm going to spend my money. These are the businesses I want to support. These are like the local entrepreneurs or the female entrepreneurs. I, I just, that ener- that energetic signal that you admit to the universe comes right back at you. So yeah, I, I, I love that.
0: Oh, That's just chills and everything you've been saying then. I love the idea about being energetically clear. I think that's really Mm, mm -hmm. important. And also the power behind the, you know, our dollar, what we're spending, what we're spending our money in. I think we can often think, oh, you know, who cares? Um, I don't have power. You know, we really feel like we're powerless, but there is so much power in the consumer, you know, and we're finding, we're discovering that more and more, you know, these days and what we purchase, we have that purchasing power, you know, we are the ones that are generating the supply and demand through what we're actually buying. So I think when I sort of started to see that, yeah, actually well, if I'm just letting my money go to these companies that aren't aligned with my values, that makes, that started to make me feel really icky. <laughs> that was the yeah. ickiness. But if I could then move, you know, move that my own energetic input through my money and through my time and what's filling up my space to things that I care about, it just became so fun and so fun to spend money as well and to receive money, of course, in the same way. So I think it's this really, you know, that beautiful energetic cycle. It, so I really love, what you said about being energetically clear like I think that's such a great point
1: Mm, thank you yeah and that's a huge piece that I had to like discover myself I actually heard it on a ritual podcast and he was talking about I forget what he's talking about but I think he was talking about his own personal investments and like he just I forget, but I think he was something, he, he mentioned it in like in a one-off sentence and that night I literally went home and I was like, I'm pulling all my money out of these stocks. I'm not buying these brands. I'm going to change where I shop. Like it's a hundred percent at this store only. And I, it was like a huge turning point for me because it was sort of like, I didn't always, sometimes we don't always think or like think through, or we make assumptions or we make choices, especially like, I mean, going to business school, I learned so much about marketing, right? Marketing and buyer behavior. And quite often our the way in which we buy stuff, we default to what we've learned from our family. And we just buy the brands they buy. And we don't sometimes ask or probe. We just sort of are like, oh, this is what it's already always been like, or we've always shopped here, or we've always bought this brand of dish detergent. Why would I switch? And um just that moment of wait a second, is this a choice I'm making? Is this a choice that I wanna make with my dollar? Is this where I wanna be in integrity with my values? Or am I just defaulting to what what I've seen or what the ads are telling me or what what other people buy and what what do I really want for myself and my my clear energy?
0: Mm. Oh, I love that. And and you know, like conscious is really about awareness, isn't it? So yeah. that's when we're taking our power back. That is really simply about becoming aware of what we're doing, how we're how we're using our energy, our time, our all of our resources. It's that awareness because, you know, as you know, Kelly, once you've got the awareness, that's you know, most of the game in changing anything <laughs> you're doing.
1: <laughs> totally, totally.
0: Oh, I love that. So Kelly, I also really wanted to get you on because I listened to one of your episodes on your podcast, which I love, and you were talking about the evolution of kellytrack.com since you started. (laughs) And I just, I really, really loved it. I was so intrigued to know more about your business journey within kellytrack.com because, you know, you've had three businesses before that. You've been through Silicon Valley business school. You got a lot of experience from the traditional, you know, business, and then you've gone and created kellytrack.com. And I really, really really loved what you shared about that evolution. So I'd really love it if you could, you know, just tell us a little bit more about that evolution of kellytrack.com.
1: Yeah, for sure. I, um, I also like to refer to my business as kellytrack.com because it helps me like distance myself from it. And like Mm -hmm. for me, kellytrack.com even though it's got my name on it, it's really about my community and about my my people and my tribe. So I like to just, yeah, I like to just call it canatrack.com. I don't know what else to call it because it's got my name in there. But yeah, I, I, so if I rewind, I started in high school. I was like, I always wanted to be an entrepreneur in Canada. We have this show called Dragon's Den, which is the Canadian equivalent of Shark Tank. And I was watching that in high school and I was like, I want to be on that show. That stuff is so cool. And I, I put my application into business school saying I wanted to be an entrepreneur. And then I went through business school, um, at a really, really excellent business school here in Vancouver, Canada. And, um, business school is ultra competitive. Like even though Mm -hmm. Canadian schools are not Ivy league by any means, like I was, we were honestly at the end of my year, I counted up how many Harvard MBA cases I had done and I had done 250. So it was equivalent to like, a quarter of the work and the cases that the Harvard MBA students use because our school would just buy the cases and give them to us. And mm-hmm. we would like be, I would, we'd be like doing international case competitions and competing with other like Ivy league schools. And like, even though Canada doesn't always get a lot of credit for how awesome their universities are, like the UBC Sauter School of school business was like cutthroat and intense. And it was like, I swear to God, I got an Ivy league ed- education out of that. And like, yeah, I, I was just but I was like really put through the ringer and then there's such this different mentality when you go into that and you have so much groupthink, especially when you are in a place where everybody else is like super type A high achievers and you're like, Oh my God, I'm not doing enough. And then I kind of was like, I kind of went in with the mold and I was just like, Oh, I'll just get a job in marketing or sales. And that's what I'm good at. And I can just do that. And then at the end of graduation, the gold star for me as a business school student was to get a job offer before I graduated, to just have my ducks in a row because that's what I had seen all the successful kids ahead of me had. Like they would have the offer before they were done. And I got my offers and I signed with the company and I had this space from December to September and I was supposed to start work at a company in September. And I was like, well, what would I do? What would be fun? And I was like, well, I'll just start my own business. Why not? And then I started tinkering on it and it was a tech startup around... Um, making organic food more available to the 99% of the world, not just the 1%. And that ended up turning into going down to San Francisco and pursuing that full-time, never even... Going and stepping foot (laughs) at the job I was supposed to take, I emailed them a couple months before my start date saying, "Hey, I'm not coming anymore." (laughs) That didn't go over so well. I was like, "I don't, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) I'm not showing up." Um, and I, yeah, I just, I one tech startup turned into three, and all three failed. And then I had a moment where I was like, "What if I just did what was easy for me?" And then the first bit of Kellytrack.com, I started just talking about what I knew. So. Um, backstory, I have an autoimmune condition and I used to have leaky gut and candida and, um, just my whole body was just a mess and I had bloating and inflammation and I was sick all the time and I didn't know what was wrong with me. And I'd spent all this time throughout high school and university trying to like heal myself and figure out what was wrong, which is what I started talking about on the beginning, early stages of Kellytrack.com, And even before I had a website with my name on it, I had a little blog where it was called The Abundant Cook, and then it became The Wild Manifesto. And these were just tiny blogs where I was just getting stuff out there. And I was too chicken to even put my own name on it. And people were reading it and strangers were reading it. So I at one point moved it to KellyTrack.com. And then I kind of wrote my first ebook, which I called F This Shit, I'm Curing Myself, How to Ditch Chronic Illness and Get Yourself a Life. And that turned into a couple other little mini products and courses about healing. And then Then I kind of had this pivot because when I had written my 1st ebook, I I had this chapter in there which was called Chapter 6, Shift Your Mind, Shift Your Life. And I just wrote everything I knew about mindset because the mindset component behind healing my body was a huge piece for me. And that was like a piece that I never had read about in any sort of – microbiome gut book or any kind of science book or any kind of plant-based eating book was this mindset piece. And I wrote that in like one sitting, I wrote a whole chapter in one sitting and that book was like a 200 page book. And I remember getting feedback from that book and everybody was like, I love chapter six. I love chapter six. And I was like, I love chapter six. And then I made a little course called um, Control-Alt-Delete the Mindset Reboot, which was all about how to really do the mental work first before you heal your body and change your life. And I just sort of started dabbling in that more and more and more. And then I was like, wait a second. I actually really love this. It was like, I had all these other passions. Like I'm really big into food and organic eating and plant-based food and sharing, you know, what's important for me and like holistic living. And then it kind of had sifted down in terms of, okay, I love actually the self-development of this, of like, you got to have your stuff. I always say, you know, you got to do the inner work first before you take action. You have to do that inner mental mindset work and you got to believe that you're you know, worthy of it and that you're deserving and that your self-limiting beliefs are cleared up and you have good self-talk and then you can go out there and take action on what you want to do. And it was just this refinement. It was like I had this rock of like, this is all the stuff I love. And I slowly buffed it down into this little diamond. So then it turned into... I was doing events where I was just talking about food and like anti-inflammatory diets and I would talk a little bit about mindset and then honestly one day this girl came up to me after my event and asked me if I did coaching mm-hmm. and then I was like, what the heck? My first thought was like, you want me to be your coach? Why wouldn't you hire Tony Robbins? What? Go to a Tony <laughs> Robbins. Company? I was like, I don't know what I'm going to teach you and then that's sometimes the universe works like that where you just, it helps you refine what you want and KellyTrack.com has taken so many twists and changes and like, you know, from health to mindset. And I still teach a ton about mindset, even on the podcast. And now sort of adding in this layer of consciousness. And I talk a lot more about like law of attraction and business and creation and spirituality. It, And just knowing that my business has changed so much and refined over time, because I've changed and refined over time. And that's totally okay. At the beginning, I was really nervous. The very first time I ever mentioned, like, oh my God, I was talking about more mindset topics than health. I was like, oh, I can't do this. My podcast used to be called Heal with Kelly Track. And then I went through a rebrand. And I was was just like, why not? Like, why not just talk about what I'm really like? And then I remember the first time I mentioned Abraham Hicks on the show, I like, really mentioned it super subtly because I was like, <laughs> I've always been talking about these like hardcore science facts or like, you know, these are the books that are written by professional MDs that are at the top of their field in functional medicine. And then here I was like quoting Abraham Hicks, which is like the opposite spectrum. It's like woo woo versus like <laughs> hardcore science and like, you know, data from, from something uh, important, and credible. and just it's, it's changed so much and I'm totally okay with that. And yeah, part of having you know, a business is just understanding that it's going to change and the wins and the sales are going to change and that's okay. And like, go, go with it. And, you know, just, just understand that that's so normal and that you don't have to be positioned to one thing the entire time.
0: Mm, Yes. It's so important. I mean, I've got the same, you know, in my own journey as well, just getting, clearer and clearer, but also just adding things on, you know, new interests, you know, the, or the flow with intention and manifestation. Uh -uh. And actually, you know, my manifestation story began when I was 21 but it had a bit of a break and then I brought it back in and then started drawing on all of that as well. So I really love, you know, with your business that you're tying this in with everything that you've learned in the self-development and also that your journey, like your gateway into self-development was through your health. And I think for a lot of guests that I've had on the podcast, this is a really similar story. And it was for me as well. Something happens physically with your body. So there's some sort of healing involved, and this is what leads you to self development. It leads you to becoming more aware. And then that starts the journey down the rabbit hole. But it's like our intuition is and and the universe is speaking to us through our body. It's this body intelligence letting us know, you know, there is we want to get you on this different track. And so you follow that and explore it. And then it leads you to, you know, it's not where you thought, you know, you probably thought that you just you'd stay in health. And um, and I would have as well. And but then, you, you know, it takes you somewhere that you didn't expect, but you've got to remain open to all of these. And because it's just so interesting to see, Kelly, because you on on the podcast, it seems like you've been speaking about, you know, consciousness and spirituality and and um also you know of course mindset which you have been speaking about for longer but all of this stuff it seems like you've been speaking about it for a long time it seems natural it seems authentic and and that's because it is
1: thank you I really appreciate that yeah and like sometimes my my favorite things that Steve Jobs always said was he's like you can only connect the dots looking back Mm. and um I was talking about this the other day on um, my friend Brooke's podcast, The Success Babe Radio. She had me on her show and I was saying, you know, the very first self-help book up, I, book, book I picked up was when I was 11 and I went to Costco with my mom and I bought How to Win Friends and Influence People for Teen Girls. And I was <laughs> highlighting it with my pink highlighter and making purple stars. And I was having a hard – like looking back at that, I was like – Duh, Kelly. Of course it makes sense as to how you got here. And I talk a lot in your conscious empire about there's a whole piece on, um, cause it takes you through everything, like how to even figure out what kind of business you want. If you have a business idea, if you have no ideas. And I talk a lot about finding your red thread. I call it your red thread. Mm-hmm. This red thread you, you can weave through all of your past experiences. And then if you weave them all together and you pull out your skills and your gifts and your abilities and what you've learned, you're actually going to realize that you've been weaving magic all along. And that somehow, despite how random, quote unquote, random your experiences were, you have arrived at the present moment and you have all the gifts and abilities and skills you need to create that exact business and create and manifest that exact calling that you have on your life. And everything you've done in the past has brought you to where you are now and has contributed in massive ways that you didn't really realize until this moment. So looking back at like, you know, early self-help books I read or like, reading The Secret in high school and being like Mm -hmm. weirdly obsessed with it. And just I can see how it's all come together now and that I've actually been doing this for for a long time, even though I've only kind of started sharing my voice publicly on the podcast for like, you know, almost a year now. But it's been, you know, it's been a time in the making in the same way that it's been the same for you, Leticia, or for the mm-hmm. guests listening. It's it's the same it's the same thing of when we look back, we're like, Oh, it's obvious.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. I love that piece about the red thread. It's so true. And I think, you know, this this we've gotta redefine how we look at time because, you know, how long you've been studying something or interested in something, it can't be the determiner of what you actually speak about in your business or your life or you know, because you're inspired by that now, so that's energized. So share that now. Don't wait because that might it might pass. You know, if you had have waited <laughs> to, to start talking about all the anti-inflammatory diets and um, and everything else that you're talking about around healing in terms of food then we would have missed out on everything that you had to share on that topic because, you know, you, we're always growing. So our how, what interests us change. So I think that's really important for people. It's like, you know, be really open to what you're enjoying at the moment and to, you know, really owning that wherever you are and then allowing it to, you know, unfold as it needs to.
1: Yeah, totally. Totally. And the unfolding bit is the fun part. Like, it took me forever to realize that the journey was actually the destination. And, and once I realized that, and Abraham always says, like, you can't have a happy ending unless you have a happy journey. Mm-hmm. And yeah, a huge part of your conscious empire and what I teach in that course is that it's got to be fun and easy and there's got to be a ton of flow and simplicity and it's got to really energize you and light you up. And if you're not having fun, you're doing it wrong. And that's, mm-hmm. that's, it's it's got to be like that. Otherwise, you're just slogging it out and if you don't have the happy journey, you don't have a happy ending. And I, I just loved it when Abraham brought that up because I was like, oh, that's the missing piece I never understood before.
0: Yes, yeah, so that's the journey that matters, not the destination. And it's so funny because this was a statement that was just repeated over and over and over again in my year 11 and year 12 English. Um, and I loved it. You know, I loved exploring this concept and to just see how this has come back in my adult life as being, you know, one of the most important important statements to live by and just like reconfirming that in everything that I you know am learning along my own journey it's it's just so it's so fascinating but that's right you know our our experience here is made up of moments and it's you know the one you're living now and then the next and the next and the next so if you're not enjoying this moment then um that's likely that overall you're not going to be having a very fun time so control what you can you know in the present moment i i really love that abraham so amazing so Mm -hmm. kelly tell me mixing the silicon valley approach then you know everything that you've learned through your business education then with this flow how has that helped you to change how you show up in your business
1: Oh, my God. So much. It's like (laughs) combining the strategy with that intentional design. Um, Man. Yeah. I just I like they always say, you you know, you never you never like can connect the dots until you're really in the present moment. And I kind of had this inspired action. I was like, wait a second. If anybody can teach a course on business in this new age way, it's totally me because I always sort of thought my experiences used to be random. And I used to be embarrassed about the fact that I had three failed startups and then I wasted a ton of time doing shit that didn't work. Um, and Mm -hmm. looking back, it just, it made so much sense because, you know, I always say that there's sort of, there's three kind of zones of business and the, the teaching of business there's the traditional business school where they teach you management and consulting and like what it's like to have an 80 person team and a two million dollar budget and then there is the silicon valley way which is like zero dollar budget it's just you let's just test this validate this how can we scale this how can we grow this how can we automate this how can you really build it to scale and then there's sort of the third bucket of what it's actually like to have your own business mm-hmm. and those three pieces are so unique and so different in terms of their styles and their degrees because like i've seen it all i've done the business school you know i was your classic like going to school on scholarship graduating with honors you know the silicon valley way of doing things which i love learning because it was so different um i teach a ton in your conscious empire about you know how to really validate and test your ideas. I call it starting with the Silicon Valley approach. And the Silicon Valley approach is just, it's a phrase I made up. That's not like somebody's term. The best part about building your own stuff is that you get to make up words and explanations and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) So the Silicon Valley approach is all about how you can take your idea and really test it. Make sure people are going to buy it. Make sure that you have vetted that this thing is going to work. It's going to be profitable. And once you've tested it, then you go and make it. You don't make it first. It's not build it and they will come. You test it. And once people have committed to it, then you go make it. So like, for example, I talk a lot about, you know, what to take, how to just take your initial idea and do the um, minimum viable product. So minimum MVP is, it's a, it's a tech word. And it's like, okay, if you want to build Airbnb, what's the tiniest test you can do? Like how about putting an ad on Craigslist and saying, hey, I have a mattress in my kitchen, you can sleep on it 30 bucks and see if anybody messages you. That's like an example of a minimum viable product. And this this course really walks you through what it's like to when you have an idea to test it first, before you even start before you open a business bank account before you get a lawyer before you open for sales before you spend five months building your online course, test validate and prove that it's going to be successful. And Um, I also teach you how to get pre-orders and stuff and how to get money up front. Um, So like, for example, with Your Best Life, that course I had on pre-order and before I even made the thing, I already had sales. So that's the best way to do it is test it, validate it, ask your customers for money ahead of time. And then with that money... Like invest in the equipment you need, get the stuff ready and and do it that way. That's the, that's the Silicon Valley style I really teach and hone in with my coaching clients, my business coaching clients or in your conscious empire because I feel like that's the bit I see a lot of entrepreneurs screw up. They, they make stuff and I used to do this myself. Like with all my previous health books and courses, I would just make a course and then launch it. I would just make the book and launch it. And if I had spent more time testing and validating my ideas, I could have made way more money. I could have found better product market fit, meaning that my people would have been more interested in it. Because like, you got to have your products that fit with your market. If one of them is a little bit off, it's not going to click. Mm-hmm. Um, and I talk a lot about product market fit as well in, in that course. But if I had spent more time testing my idea and, and doing it properly, I would have made more money in my first year. I mean, now I do it all with the Silicon Valley approach. And I am generating a lot more income from KellyTruck.com, track.com. Um, and that's because it's just so important to just to test and not just, not just make it and just cross your fingers and be like, okay, I'll just wait for the sales to come because they, they might not.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so, and then what about utilizing, you know, like manifestation and flow with that approach? Yeah,
1: yeah, totally. So the, The first chunk of that course is a lot about like the the structure behind it and, you know, how to build the business that's right for you and how to test your ideas, um, how to price and all that kind of stuff. And then there's sort of like, okay, you you have this thing that you want to make. Now let's do the fun part of like manifesting income, manifesting clients, um, how to actually consciously do that, how to really master your mindset and get so clear on everything. Remove all of your blocks, all of the bad money mindset stories, Mm. any kind of resistance you have, and then get so clear on what you want. So the word I use the most in that course is the word clear. So it's getting super clear on your ideal client, your ideal customer, uh, a day in your dream life, like how much money you're desiring to earn this month, how much you're desiring to earn for the year, what your salary is going to be for the year, how many exact clients you're looking to call in for this month. it's just getting so specific and crystal clear. And I, I walk you through like how exactly I manifest money in my business. So I have my sticky note tactic. I have my miracle board tactic. I have my new moon intention setting tactic. And I talk you through as well about some of my um really cool, like high end mindset manifestation strategies. So I talk a lot about the goals book and scripting and, um, the energetic upgrade, which are all like processes that I've handcrafted for myself. And I literally use every day and, I just love weaving that stuff in because that's the fun bit. And that's honestly, like, it's what I do. Like your conscious empire is, is copy paste what I, what I do. And you know, I was, I was so close. I was right before the end of the launch and I was talking to my partner, Chris, and I had this like wave because I talk a lot about the scarcity mindset and the abundance mindset as well in that course. And I was like, Oh my God, I've given away actually like the secret sauce to everything in this course. It's, it's, everything, how I run my business, I've left nothing out. Like, it's like Coca-Cola giving away the recipe for Coca-Cola. And I was like, oh my God, I had a moment of dipping into scarcity where I was like, is somebody else going to go recreate me? And I was like, oh my God. At first, I was like, that's scarcity mindset. And that's so normal that we dip into these old mindset habits and patterns. And part of what's important is like leaning into the abundance and realizing that Everybody is going to make their own thing. Everybody has their own zone of genius and it's just giving people an outline that's super clear, super specific, like actionable next steps and you know, strategy interlaced with this awesome intentional woo woo fun spiritual high vibe accessing your higher consciousness way. And it's just it's everything in one go. It's everything I've learned from business school, Silicon Valley, running your own business, doing it in a conscious, high vibe way, and then with this twist of law of attraction and manifestation and mindset. And (laughs) and I was like, if I'm going to just share it, I'm just going to share everything. So yeah, it's just, it's an accumulation of everything that really worked for me.
0: The value that you get in your conscious empire is pretty ridiculous. And I said to you, because, you know, I've been working my way through it, That if I had have had all of this information when I first began my business, it would have saved me a ton of time. And I think, Kelly, you know, your how-to guides that you go through are just like super valuable. You know, how to get your podcast set up, how to get a website set up, how to sell a course, sell products. It's really amazing for me, you know, knowing what I do now to look at what you've created and to... And to see how you're, you are drawing on that, you know, Silicon Valley approach with all this flow of manifestation, it really seems like, like you said, it's a very natural fit for you to be teaching this course. And I'm just so blown away, like, because I listen to tons of different podcasts. I I know a fair bit about the Silicon Valley approach, but this has been through like literally listening to like ten tens 10s and 10s and 10s of hours of podcasts and audiobooks, reading all of the things. Um, and then still, you know, not being able to really understand it in the way that I could, in you know. It being explained as relevant as it has to by you through your conscious empire like doing what you do being you know very similar to what I do so it's really amazing to to see all of that and I just think you've done such an amazing job but I really love this how you've mixed the Silicon Valley approach with the flow and actually when you're talking about value it's so interesting I was listening to a podcast ages ago with Amy Porterfield and Pat Flynn mm-hmm. and they were talking about you know whenever you're offering anything you know you want to be like like almost, oh, this is too much that I'm giving, like this is too good. And I think that's a really good test. And I felt like that with embrace your feminine essence as well. And like, you know, everything I'm doing, coaching, everything you, I always feel like I'm on that. Wow. This is like too much value for what, um, for what it is. But I think that's always amazing because you, you know, you walk in knowing that you've delivered.
1: Totally. Yeah. I, 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 love that. And i I actually, I know what episode you're talking about. Um, cause I, I love, I, I really enjoyed Pat Flynn and I listened to him a ton when he, you know, doing the smart passive income podcast and yeah, that idea of always offering, I like to just offer everything. It's, it's everything I know in one go and I don't leave anything out. And I like to do that part of, um, I have a huge bit on your conscious empire in terms of integrity. So, mm-hmm. um, I have a working definition of integrity and i talk about it in both my courses so your best life and your conscious empire and it says i do what i say i'm going to do by when i say i'm going to do it and upholding integrity is so important to me um and i also talk about how everything i talk a lot about in the course as well that at kellytrack.com we only communicate one way openly and honestly that's written in every single coaching agreement legal agreement on my website and integrity and offering up everything, not leaving anything out, being 100% transparent, totally being open, not hiding, not screwing around, not lying, not saying that you have like, you know, a limited amount of seats when you have an unlimited amount of seats in your online workshop, mm-hmm. like being so integrity with your word because it comes back to that energetic thing, right? There's this huge component as well in that course about energy and harnessing your energy and really activating that energy when you go into doing your work. And that's been a huge part of my business too. It's just like transparency, honesty, integrity, like owning my word. It's a hundred percent me. Like I didn't leave anything out. Like I, I intentionally put in Honestly, even like my trade secrets of like how I built my tribe, how to build a loyal following, how the heck I got so many podcast downloads, like how I'm making money, like it's full transparency and integrity broken down as if like you were, yeah, like a business bestie conversation. Like it's literally designed that it's like if you and I are talking on one of our like our like business business bestie calls or mm-hmm. and we're just chatting, like it's what I would say to you in full realness is is what I relay in my courses. And I think that's also so important. Um, for the listeners when they're building their products is to build it, like build it, give it your best, like give it your everything. Cause, um, I also talk about uh, making your own working definition of success because success means things, different stuff for different people. And I made my own working definition of success in university when I was trying to get this one job that I never got. And it was a blessing in disguise, but a huge part of my own definition of success was like I did the best I absolutely could and I want the world to see it and even if nobody sees it I still see it and I still recognize myself and that that piece has been so big for me cuz like no matter what I build if nobody even if nobody bought it but people buy it cuz I've tested and validated my idea right but <laughs> yeah but even if nobody buys it I don't care cuz it's it's the best I can do and it's the best I've ever given it it's the best energy I can put into it and it's just so so much of it um, is me in, in my products. And when you give it your everything, then you're energetically clear. It's like you fulfilled your, your duty. And it's like, okay, I've totally completed that versus like half-assing it or hiding or not telling the full truth or like being selective about what works. Like I, in that course, I talk about the stuff that failed and like mm-hmm. what I did wrong and all the times I didn't make money and all the times like it wasn't working and how people can learn from that too, which I think is so important
0: absolutely and i love that you talk about how you do business is how you do life
1: yeah yeah that's a huge thing
0: for yeah, me so important and this is this is all coming back to integrity which i just think that and i've spoken about this with you before privately but everything <laughs> when you're running a business it really is a reflection of everything that's going on in your you know inner world as well and you've got to be really you need to have that self-worth stuff sorted out and so I love that you go through all of this in your conscious empire as well and that you're talking about this because when we're trying to attract even money for instance let's talk about money if we're, if we're trying to attract money into our life but our self-worth is super low and we don't think that we're deserving of money and we all we yeah. actually don't even want to receive money we we have got to go clear that up otherwise we're blocking the flow of um, abundance into our life and you know i i think it's such a shame because if you're someone who's running a conscious business you've got a message out there that's going to help really serve other people you're doing it within Integrity, because I think anyone listening to this podcast is going to be someone who values integrity. You're doing all of these things, and yet you're not receiving financial wealth through that. I think that is such a shame, because you know we need to have money. We need to to have money to continue in the flow of all of that and to being able to produce. So it's I just think it's so important that you're talking about this in your conscious empire and that you're really you know shining a light on it because it it really does matter and we should be receiving money for the work that we do and particularly for work that we're doing that is conscious with integrity.
1: Mm-hmm, totally, yeah. The mindset bit as always is a huge piece of, of my work and what I teach and totally like right off, I, I made sure to include a ton of mindset stuff because I know for me when I was starting a business, I had to deal with so many mental battles of like I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, people are doing it better than me. <laughs> Uh, Lewis House has a million downloads. How will I ever get a single download? Tony Robbins has already <laughs> made it. Like, what? Where? Where's the room for Kelly Track? And yeah, I've, I've intentionally put in a whole module on like how to really program your mindset for success. And oh my God, there's so much stuff on money mindset because money was money was one of my biggest spiritual assignments. And like nailing my money story and mastering my money mindset and honestly being at the point where I believe like I believe in my vision. I talk about my insanely huge goals for KellyTrack.com and taking this to a multiple seven figure business, um, in the next several years. And that's the kind of stuff I would have been afraid to say out loud. And I'm at the point where I've mastered my money story so much that I can, I went to the bank the other day and they were asking me how much I wanted to earn the next like three years. And I was like, we're going to be in the multiple seven position. Like that's it. Multiple seven, no backing down. That's it. And I said, it with so much confidence that I was like, Oh my God, that came out of my mouth. And I had to have a moment of like, Oh my God, Holy crap, I've come so far. And I just teach you how to do that yourself um, because money mindset has been a huge thing for me and my business. And I just, I made sure to teach my students that bit too so that like, You're like a hundred percent solid on everything, like holistically.
0: Yes, yes. Oh my gosh, I agree so much with everything you're saying. And you know, it is sometimes some of the things that when we're changing our beliefs, they sound like such a stretch in the beginning. But really, once we we keep repeating them, and then we we really do start to believe them because it really sinks in, and we're reprogramming our brain, and it's all just you know shifting. So it's amazing when you do have that moment when someone asks you something like that. That, and you respond so automatically, and you realize for the first time that oh wow, I've really shifted it now. Like this is this is this is unconscious now. I don't need to you know continue to um, be trying to learn this. I've learned it. Although of course you <laughs> to continue to um, be reinforcing the message. But I think that is a really awesome moment when that happens. So Kelly, I want to shift things slightly and just ask you now about. So I really love how you talk about true. Innovators going from mm-hmm. the inside out. And so I wanted to ask you about, you know, what are some tools that you use to make sure that you're staying in your own lane and you're really, um, you know, a- allowing that space for you to be able to innovate from the inside out?
1: Yeah, totally. I, I talk a lot about innovation in this course and how to build stuff that the world's never seen before so I, I go back to Steve Jobs because he's an easy example for all of us to understand and visualize yeah. the iPhone so when you're innovating you can go look at everything else everything everybody's ever made and then go home and build something based on what you've seen or you can go within tap into your soul tap into your divine heart center and and build something from the depths of your being so Steve Jobs he was by himself like in Cupertino and he made, you know, the iPhone, he made made, like the idea for the iPhone. He made the idea for the Apple computer, like out of his garage. And then he brought it to the world and said, what do you think of this? Now that's the right way to do innovation is when you make it in the quietness of your own, own place and in the stillness of your soul. And then you bring it to the world and say, what about, what, what do you think of this? What, what kind of feedback do you have? How can I improve this versus like going and asking everybody what they want, and then taking it home because here's the deal Um, people actually can't tell you what they want this is something I talk a lot about in your conscious empire is that people actually can't give you feedback if they've never seen it before if they've never experienced it before and sometimes people don't know that they want it until they see it so for example I would have had no idea how to give uh, ideas to Steve about how to build a phone I'd be like um there's a cord and you pick it up (laughs) I don't know (laughs) And you know what I mean? Like I could have never told him, hey, you should build the app store or you know what? How about a touch screen? Because that's stuff I couldn't comprehend. Your consumers and your customers can't give you feedback until you've given them something to see because everybody's got their own zone of genius, right? So it's really important to stay in your own lane and build true innovation from the heart. Um, So I'm really big on this. My So I, I talk a lot about self-comparison because that's a huge thing a lot of entrepreneurs face and a lot of coaching clients I see is the self-comparison. Somebody is doing it better than me. They're already doing it. Their stuff is way better. They're farther along. They charge more. It's really robust well, nobody's ever done it like you and somebody needs to hear it in the way you say it because different people can communicate the same message, but it takes that one person to explain it in the way that you understand that blows it out of the water for you. So I read a ton of stuff on mindset and money mindset. And then I read Jensen Sincero's books. You're a badass and you're a badass at making money. And I was like, oh my God, this woman understands me. And it was this internal click. So how you create those kinds of products is from innovating from the inside out. So I, I don't compare myself to the people on the internet anymore. So Here's the deal. Uh I unfollow anybody that triggers me whatsoever. So 100% I still get triggered on Instagram of people that are farther along or you know it brings up my ego and all of its crap. So I literally just unfollow I just un- just directly. Like it's a lot easier to unfollow people that you're comparing yourself to than it is to continually master your mindset. <laughs> so unfollowing anybody I don't subscribe to, I subscribe to three coaches, newsletters. Um, and they are three coaches that I personally work with and personally pay for their advice and help. And I, I'm interested and I enroll in their programs. That's it. Like when I'm looking for people to follow, I'll, I'll follow them because I'm interested in them or I'm working with them or I'm going to hire them and I'm inspired by them to uplevel my own success. I do not follow any other coaches. Um, like I see a lot, I used to have a newsletter and I used to see a lot of people do this. People will kind of like spy on your email news list where they're not going to buy stuff from you. They just want to see the emails you send out. And that is so bad for your innovation. Like I would so encourage you to, if you're not reading somebody's emails, get off their email list because it doesn't matter what they make. And it's just going to taint the way you do it and the way you say it and the way you share it. So yeah, I only subscribe to newsletters where I'm actually buying people's work because that's like, I'm interested in their stuff. I don't subscribe to newsletters where I'm just want to see what they send out or what they're making or like, I'm just want to see what the quote unquote competition does. Competition is another thing I address in your conscious empire. Cause when you realize that I talk a lot about how you are your own competitive advantage and by being your true self, that's actually the secret formula for success. When you tap into that abundance and that realization, you don't need to compete with anybody else and that everybody else's work is irrelevant to you. Um, I also don't go on other life coaches webpage. I don't know intimate offerings. I don't follow people that do similar work to me I just 100% stay in my own lane I don't listen to podcasts where like I'm interested in what they're doing I listen to podcasts that are teaching me stuff because I need to learn it I don't go listen to shows where I think quote unquote they're my competition or I need ideas or I need to figure out like what I can do for my own based on what, what they're sharing like it's 100% like when I'm listening and learning it's for my own value and because I need to work on my own self and like because I'm paying them or Enrolling in their stuff, and anything else that is self-comparison or could potentially turn into self-comparison is one thousand percent eliminated. No ifs, ands, or buts. Like I don't even let my ego go there. It's just like I just prefer the like black and white, cut and dry, yes or no kind of deal when it comes to self-comparison, and I a hundred percent cut it out.
0: Mm, oh, I love everything that you share there. It's you're. We're so aligned on this, and I think it's actually. You're doing not only yourself, but your community um, a disfavor unless, if you're not protecting your own you know, ability to innovate. And oh. I think, you know, social media and also, you know, emails to like anything where you're anything where you're comparing yourself to someone else rather than actually, you know, being inspired. Because I think, you know, so many people talk about being on social media and falling into the comparison trap. I get it. I completely understand it's really easy. When I first um, moved into life coaching and I was making all these new life coaching friends and then seeing their stuff. And even though I'm really focused always on just, you know, what's my next step, what's my next step. And I actually don't spend a ton of time on social media but when um, you know you want to you want to support the people you um, in your community you want to you know like their things and you know engage in all of this I had to create my own boundaries around that because even though I wasn't going to look at their stuff it was still influencing me because it's then like oh. Um, such and such is doing this. Oh, maybe I should do that, but I'm already doing something else, right? So I think, like, depending where you're at, and especially when you're first starting out, you're in it. It's really easy to be influenced. So you've got to really protect that space until you sort of work out your own way of doing things. And because at the same time, we're sort of we want to see, you know, how things are done. There's that really fine line. So I think that's why you know it's it's difficult because it, you got to figure out where the the line sort of tips for you where it's a slippery slope and where it's something that's you know this these people are expanders for me they're expanding um, they're inspiring me which is why I always love to use the word inspire Uh, when that changes like you said it's much easier to just unfollow someone or unsubscribe or whatever it is you're doing than to have to remaster your mindset every single time 100% agree
1: Mm -hmm. yeah and a tiny tip I would add like if you're looking to build a website or you're making your first ebook like if you're going to look at websites for examples or for styles like look at stuff that's outside your industry like look at an awesome you know a food blog and you like love her style but because you're never going to compare yourself to the food blog because you don't do that stuff like if I'm life coaching and this person talks about you know, beautiful pastries. I'm never going to go make a pastry ebook, but I love her style. And if you're going to look for inspiration, I always recommend looking at stuff that's outside your industry just because you're going to be inspired that way versus competitive because you know you're never going to make that product.
0: Mm, That's such, that's a fantastic tip. I love that. Yes, outside your industry for sure. So, okay, Kelly, I've got one final question for you. Sure. And so this is just about, you know, building a conscious community. Yeah. So a little bit different from building a conscious business, but very much related. I'd love to know what your thoughts are on building a conscious community because I think you've done a really wonderful job.
1: Yeah, totally. Community is huge. You don't have a business unless you have a community, right? Because like you don't have sales unless people are interested in your things. So I always talk about um, in your conscious empire that you are co-creating with the universe. You do 50% of the work, the universe does 50% of the work. You do 50% of the work, your listeners do 50% of the work. Like I made a podcast, people listen. I make a course, people enroll. Like, you know, I set the intention to create and manifest more coaching clients. The universe does the work and brings them to me. Um, Yeah. Like understanding that, it's not just you and it's way bigger that the community piece is important and huge. And it's you and them doing a beautiful dance together. Like they make, they engage with you, you engage with them, you make stuff, they listen, they create things, you listen. Um, the biggest tips I can give for for starters, there's a whole section in your conscious empire on how to build a loyal tribe with love. And I talk a lot about my, um, my secret sauce of how I've really cultivated a community. A huge part, a huge part is engagement and like authentic engagement and making sure that you are like you are supporting them. Like I talk a lot about um, one of the hashtags that I use a lot, and it's do it for the love. And I do it. I create stuff for the love of my people. I create stuff that they're looking for. I am always building with the end user in mind, or the final person, or the client, or the student. Like making sure that your focus is on your people and not you and building for them what they want what they desire how you can champion their needs how you can speak up for the people that are in your community that um don't have as big of a platform as you and how you can create like more change and more impact through like taking their message and championing it further and a big the biggest tips I can give is always like engagement 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 like talk to your people um I have this huge Huge piece in the how to guides. And I include a ton of screenshots and stuff of like how you should actually engage with the person that's interested in your work. And when somebody tells you that they like your stuff, how you reply to that. Because a lot of people will give a heart emoji or just say thanks. That's not how you build a tribe. That's not how you build friends online. Because your community is like, it's an extension of your friends. Like, I always look at my community and my listeners as my friends. And I call them my friends on purpose because they are my friends. So I see a lot of entrepreneurs sort of being like, I sold it and that's it. Or like, I put the podcast up and that's it. And like, if people email you back, maybe that you're not replying or people comment, you're not really giving your full attention to the comments. Engage, like write back, spend time writing back. Like somebody took time to message you and tell you how much they love your work. Take a second to actually nourish that relationship, nourish that friendship, engage and say thank you. And like, be interested in what they're doing. Like, I always like to follow back what are the women in my community? Because I want to know what they're making. I want to watch their Instagram stories. I want to go read their blog posts. I'm fascinated because they're my friends. And if I'm interested in conscious business and consciousness and law of attraction, they're interested in it too. And I want to read what they're sharing and I want to listen to their podcasts. And that engagement is one of the biggest tips I can, I can give is understanding that it's a two way street and that to build a friendship, you got to build it, right? Like it's like dating. You got to put time into the dating to get a partner. Like if you're going to marry somebody, you're going to date them for a long time first. (laughs) Um, And if you want your tribe to feel supported by you, you got to spend time engaging with them. So engagement is like the biggest tip I can give. Also, I talk a lot in my course about surprising and delighting. Uh, That's a huge component of kellytrack.com. So that's always really fun. And that's how I've built a lot of uh, my community. And I teach you all the juicy in-depth steps in that course. So I'll save it for the people who want to enroll. (laughs)
0: beautiful oh I love that thank you so much and I 100% agree that engagement is so key and I think it's amazing how um how much this is overlooked by people so we want to share the love right we really want to share the love and I think it's so beautiful when you know that the people in your community are your friends when you treat them as your friends because like to be honest they're (laughs) They're so important in your life. You know, these are the relationships to treasure. They're people who you know care as much as you just mentioned about the things that you mentioned. And often, if you look at some of your friends and a lot of people, when we're moving into all of this spirituality and personal development, we tend to find that we some of our friends change and evolve. And so, the community that we create online, whether that's through our business um, or, or or for personal, it's I think it's really one to be treasured. So. Thank Thank you for sharing your beautiful advice about engagement. Well, Kelly, this has been such a wonderful conversation. I've really, really, really loved everything that you've been sharing on building a conscious empire. I have loved going through your conscious empire myself. Like I said, I think that this is something that, you know, if I had have had this at the beginning of starting my business, it would have saved me a whole chunk of time. And it's so beautifully aligned with, you know, everything that we um stand for over here at you know create a life that is beautiful and me personally Letitia Ringe um I like to refer to my business as create a life that is beautiful sometimes as well for the same reasons that you were talking about before Kelly but I just want to thank you you are our first repeat guest on the podcast thank you it's
1: such an honor and a pleasure and a treat to be here so thank you so much Letitia
0: no problems at all. And yes, I know that everyone's going to love hearing from you again. So thank you so much, Kelly. Thank you, Latisha. Bye. So there it is, my friend. I hope you enjoyed this episode with Kelly Track. And Kelly, thank you so much again for coming on to the podcast and sharing your beautiful wisdom and energy with us all. So I ad- this conversation, especially as it related to, of course, innovation and running a conscious business. I do get some people asking me, you know, how is running a conscious business, any difference to running any other business? And how do you get over that feeling that, you know, this is just capitalism? And I love the way that Kelly explained it because this is what I explained, you know, the more people that we have running businesses with integrity and with a purpose that is not just for profit, something that's going to help elevate all of us as a community, helps the planet, you know, is opportunity for all of us to invest in something that's actually helping to create social change and so that is so important to me and it's so important to Kelly. I also love everything she was talking about comparison and innovation because you know over here I'm all about helping us to be in our creative and innovative power as much as possible. That's how we create evolution, that's how we create meaningful change, that's how we create seriously like the in highest alignment with who we're here to be. That's how we become fulfilled. So we want to be there. And I do agree this whole thing with like spying on other people, with being too influenced by what other people are doing, with Focusing too much on what other people are doing, that is blocking you from innovation. It needs to come from the inside out, and it's so important. You help not only yourself evolve, but also your community around you. And you have the answers, my friend. You do. They're inside you. So now I want to run through with you this your conscious empire offer when you purchase the course through me and my affiliate link. This course is seriously, you know, this is no joke. I honestly, wholeheartedly endorse this course. I really believe that this would have seriously saved me so much time and energy had I had this at the beginning of launching my business. It is an incredible course. It's the first affiliate offer I have on the podcast. I absolutely adore it. So I've enjoyed so much going through this course And I already have a business and I've already done a lot of what's recommended in this course. But that was with a lot of effort trying to figure it all out. This has been my alignment time going through the course. I've thoroughly enjoyed learning from Kelly, going through all of her guides. And I've also just been thinking about how amazing this will be to help support you The people in my community who are trying to start their own businesses to give you all of the background information that takes a lot of time to sift through and figure out. And and there's nothing out there that I've seen that combines this Silicon Valley approach, which, as I mentioned in the episode, I've listened to countless episodes about, uh, and then also this flowing, aligned, soulful place, which is so important to me so important to you, I'm sure, if you're a listener of the podcast. So this course is perfect for you. As I mentioned at the beginning, if you are someone who's starting a business or wants to start a business or is in, you know, the first couple of years of your business, you're really looking to step up this is a fantastic course for you if you're a life coach, if you're a creative. I think it would go beautifully in hand with the Beautiful You coaching course if you're thinking of doing that, which I'll be also sharing details about my affiliate offer for the Beautiful You coaching course. So make sure you also keep an eye out for that in the next couple of weeks. I want to let you now know of what the offer is if you purchase Your Conscious Empire through me. And I'm really excited. This is so valuable it's i i did second guess whether i should actually give this but i feel so called to because i know it's going to be super helpful for you so when you purchase your conscious empire before the 9th of september which as i mentioned earlier is the new moon in virgo you will be enrolled into my course embrace your feminine essence which is my online course to reconnect you to your feminine energy to teach you how to use your menstrual cycle and hormonal cycle as a woman to leverage your full creative power and potential and help you integrate this beautiful energy with your masculine energy to create the perfect system in both your personal professional life and or business to thrive. Now, you will get this course for free when you Use my affiliate link to purchase your conscious empire. This course is going to be sold, that is Embrace Your Feminine Essence for USD $333, which is so beautiful because 333 is all about alignment of body, mind and soul. So it's going to open for enrollment at 7 p.m. British Standard Time on the 9th of September. When you purchase your Conscious Empire before that date, you will get automatic enrollment into Embrace Your Feminine Essence. All you have to do is email me your teachable receipt and make sure that the last link you use is the special affiliate link that I have, which you can find at latisharange.com forward slash your Conscious Empire. Now, when you sign up for Embrace Your Feminine Essence, you also join a private Facebook community. You get eight guided meditations and in the private Facebook community, this is something that you'll be enrolled in for life. You'll also get lifetime access to Embrace Your Feminine Essence. It's an evergreen course, so it's self-study. There's eight modules. There's a workbook for each module. There's slides for each module. You'll be taught it via video or audio and You'll get all of that for free when you purchase your Conscious Empire. Now, I will also be giving you enrollment into our Take the Leap class that Kelly and I ran a couple of months ago, which was a specific course we ran to help you take the leap from corporate to creative. It's a two hour class. You get that also included in this bundle when you sign up for your Conscious Empire through me. And that has a retail price of USD $50. But personally, I think it's worth way more than that. Now, as I mentioned, I think that this course is incredibly valuable. It's worth every cent. This will be one of the best things you invest in in your business. I do not say this lightly. I know it's my reputation on the line. I have absolutely adored going through it. It has been totally my alignment time, as I said before. It would have saved me so much hassle if I had this at the beginning of my business. It's got so many of the tips that I actually already use right now. There's so much practical advice that will literally have you stopping in your tracks. Kelly also tells you how to create an ebook, start a podcast, do your online courses, start your website. There is so much in here, guys, seriously, like my mouth was already on the floor just when I looked through the how-to guides. As I mentioned at the beginning, she also includes a high vibe communication handbook, which I think is also super valuable. And, you know, I'm just always so bowled over by Kelly's high level of professionalism. She actually makes me want to be more professional because I tend to be more relaxed about things, but... I'm so, I so admire her professionalism that it makes me want to be more professional. So that's saying something. I'm really inspired by Kelly and I think that we just make a really great team. And so I'm so honored that I get to share this offering with you as part of my community because I think that, you know, Kelly and I share so many ideals. We have many people in my community who are also part of Kelly's community and I just want to be able to help you as best as possible and I really do believe that this is the way to do it by uh, enrolling into your conscious empire if this is what calls for you if your intuition is saying yes this is what I need and I would love to give you embrace your feminine essence with that offer when you do sign up but remember you've got to use my special affiliate link that you'll find at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash your conscious empire And you have until the 9th of September to sign up. After that date, you can still use my affiliate link to sign up for your Conscious Empire. And you'll still get access to the Take the Leap workshop. However, you won't be enrolled for free into Embrace Your Feminine Essence. So if you have any questions at all, feel free to send me a DM over on Instagram at Create a Life That Is Beautiful. And, you know, if you loved this episode, and I'm sure that you have if you're listening to this part of the episode, could you please let me know what resonated most for you? Take a screenshot of your screen right now listening, tag me on Instagram, send it through Instagram stories, let me know exactly what you loved, and I'd just love to hear from you. And, you know, if you know anyone else who you think would benefit from this, offer or from this episode, make sure you share it with them. And if I could ask you as well, if you haven't yet left a review on iTunes for this podcast, I would so appreciate you leaving an honest review because this helps other people who this episode would be perfect for to find it. They really benefit by you, you know, sharing your voice and how it's resonating for you and what you enjoy about it. So all in all, I so thank you for listening all the way to the end. I hope you have a really beautiful week and I will be back next week with another episode to help you unlock your truth and purpose and create a life that is beautiful to you. Bye.